Here's a sneak preview from today's episode. It's just you and the animal, and you are connected. You are part of this universe, part of the savannah. And that thing that was worrying you, that thing that caused you so much strife, you suddenly realize has zero importance in the ultimate life outcome. Hello and welcome to the Connectedness Podcast. Just as you might have guessed, I talk about connection and connectedness on this podcast, our connection with everything in the world around us. Whether you see it or not, we're all connected, and it doesn't matter if it's our dog, our cat, our god, our body, and I'll also talk about some more abstract connections like our career or our land, our community, our emotions, your body. Life is all about connection, so the sooner we recognize that, the sooner we can have an easier, more meaningful life. I will talk about these connections through different lenses, things like synchronicities and coincidences or just everyday little bits of magic and miracles that we we usually dismiss. It's really important that we pay attention to all of this so we can live an easier, more meaningful life. So welcome to the show. I'm your host, Karen Cleveland. Hey, welcome back to the show. Today I am talking about third step, the fourth part of how to follow a dream or how to achieve your dreams, or how to make sure you're happy when you achieve your goals. Because there's a lot of people that set goals, that achieve their goals, and then they're not happy. So you want to make sure you're happy. And this step is the the step to make sure you're happy when you achieve those goals. So while you're goal setting, you need to keep these processes in mind. I talked earlier a couple episodes ago about mindset because mindset work is incredibly important and mindset work is what's going to get you through those blocks that tell you you can't have that goal and it's going to remove the obstacles. Even when you really, really believe those obstacles are truths, they're not because there's always a way around. The universe has a million ways to make anything happen. Just because we don't know it doesn't mean God doesn't know it. And then I talked about the body and three of the really important ways that our body is used in pursuing our goals and our dreams. So I talked a little bit about emotions, about our energy, and about inspired action and actually doing things. And today I'm talking about the soul. And I'm putting my hand over my heart because for some of us, that's where we think our soul is. We might think it's in our gut. We might think it's in our head. It's wherever you want it to be. It's wherever you feel it. But today's episode is all about the soul and how to utilize the soul, how to have reverence for our soul when we're making our plans. And I know I've mentioned it in at least one episode before, but when we lie, make excuses about why we can or cannot do something with someone else, we're not honoring ourselves. We're not honoring our soul. 
And it doesn't feel good in the end, especially when we're when we are lying and all these lies catch up to us. So we always want to have reverence for our soul. But how do you know sometimes what your soul wants? Sometimes you can just feel it. After after a lot of practice, I would say you can you can feel it and giving our soul a voice in our life. That's what we really ultimately want to do is give our soul a voice. So we are acting from what our soul wants, because that's when we feel meaning and purpose and feel good about our life. There was a study in the New York Times recently about people quitting their jobs. So the great resignation of which I was a part. <laughs> Thank you. But the great resignation, people quit their jobs because they're not happy. And it turns out they're even less happy because it's not the job necessarily. It's it's the person and it's not knowing what they want. And other studies, people are less happy. And there's so many reasons. There's so, so, so many reasons, you know, post pandemic, but not having jobs. But even in the UK, where they were trialing a four day work week, thinking people would be happier, they're less happy working less. And it has to do with structure, it has to do with a lot of things. But we think we know what's going to make us happy because we we mentally get tired of something. But when we're not listening to our soul, to our heart's deepest desires, then we're just going to end up in another place of unhappy. I'm going to talk about several ways to listen to your soul. And one way is through the animals. And specifically, I'm going to talk about being on safari. Being on safari can sometimes instantly help you recognize what's good in my life and what has to go. Because let me set the scene for a moment. You're out there on the plains. There's herds and groups of antelope and gazelles and wildebeests and zebras and giraffes and elephants. They're all around you, even the lions. And you're just sitting quietly with them. And even if they're not that close to you, eventually you catch the eye of one of the animals and you have a moment and you're staring into the eyes of this wild animal in its natural background, in its natural environment. And in that moment, as Dr. Lisa Rankin says, I am home. And that can be how you feel. Home. And you melt a little bit. Because it's just you and the animal. And you are connected. You are part of this universe. Part of the savannah. And that thing that was worrying you, 
that thing that caused you so much strife, you suddenly realize has zero importance in the ultimate life outcome. I am home. It just doesn't matter anymore. And you begin to sort out quite easily and quickly what's important and what's not important. But it's not only that. If you are with someone that can appropriately guide you through some of these experiences, you begin to sort these out. So a safari can be something it can be, let's go for a drive, let's go for a game drive, and let's take pictures, and let's see the lions, and let's see the giraffes, and then let's go back to camp, let's eat dinner, and go to bed, and do it again. Or, a safari can be, I am grateful for being here, thank you. What do you want to share with me today? What do I need to know? Let us sit in connection with the earth, with the animals, and let me know, what do I need to know today? And it doesn't have to be on safari. It can be your own animals. It can be your pets. It can be the dairy down the street. Animals are a really easy way to connect with the divine, though, I have found. And the people that I know that like animals have found. That connecting through the animals is just a really easy access point to connecting with the divine. Again, that's one way to to listen to your soul, to let your soul speak to you, is to let Mother Nature, let the animals speak to you. You've probably heard of a more traditional way, meditation. Now meditation, and actually with any of these, I always recommend notes, okay? A journal, taking notes. But with meditation specifically, because we're usually sitting and we're quiet, you should have some paper with you. Two reasons. One is that if you can't quiet your mind, if you keep coming up with laundry lists of stuff to do while you're trying to meditate, write it down so your brain can let it go. But then the other reason is, if you're meditating and you are asking a question, write down everything you get because you're going to forget. And it can be a color, it can be a word, it can be a smell, anything, anything, anything. It can be a concept. Write it down. You are not going to remember it. You might remember some of it, but you're not going to remember all of it. And over time, so let's say every day you sit down for five minutes, you're able to get quiet. You say, what do I need to know today? Or What's the next step on my path? Or should I move out of this city to another one? And you don't feel like you're getting answers, but you're getting all these random images or colors or something. 
songs even. Write them down, and at the end of a week or at the end of a month, look for patterns. Patterns are a really important way that information comes from our soul and is communicated with us if we're paying attention. We're not always paying attention. That's the thing. So we don't always see the patterns. But so meditation and writing down everything you get when you're specifically asking questions. As a, as a teacher of animal communication, I have worked with so many people that sit down and say they're getting no information from the animal and they don't write anything down. But then as we're talking and other people are talking, they say, oh yeah, I did see that, or oh yeah, that came up. But they didn't write it down. They, they dismissed it. We're really good at dismissing our communication from the divine. We're really good at dismissing it, thinking it, it's not important. We're really good at dismissing. So stop dismissing especially when you're asking for information. Stop dismissing it. Another way, and it's it's a little harder to dismiss it sometimes. Uh, it depends on how, how attached you are to letting your brain control things. Automatic writing is a fantastic way to get information from the divine, from the soul. Yes, I'm referring to our soul and the divine as the same thing because it's both the same intention. It's information we need for our life. Autom what is automatic writing? Sit down with a prompt. It can be, what do I need to know? It can be, should I move? Recognize these prompts, these questions, anything you want, and start writing. And don't lift the pen up off the paper, or don't take your fingers, stop moving from the keys. You just keep typing or writing. And you might start off with, I don't know what the answer is. I don't know. I'm just going to write all this stuff because I don't know what I'm supposed to say. Eventually, your brain has to get out of the way and the divine will start coming through. Now, when you do automatic writing, do it for five to 10 minutes. Don't stop writing during the process. And when you're done, set a timer. When you're done, get up, get some water, go for a walk and then come back and read it. And you'll, you'll find things that you didn't remember writing. And again, over time, you're going to find patterns. So if you do it for a week and look back at the patterns, you're going to find patterns in it. So automatic writing is another good way to get information from your soul. I don't remember if I talked about muscle testing in the body. So the muscle testing is the perfect blend of body and soul because you can ask a question and because your body knows what your soul's desires are, what the truth of you is, muscle testing is going to give you the answer flat out. So if you don't know how to do it, I recommend you get a friend because we can trust more with another person and I'm not giving instruction how to do that right here, but um, you can look it up. Muscle testing is a 
really great way to get information answers from our soul. So the way you use that in goal setting is it can be as simple as, is this a good goal for me right now? It doesn't mean you can't do it. And it doesn't mean it won't be a good goal for you next week or next year. Maybe right now you need to work on something else. Or maybe it is a good goal for you right now. And you can ask, is this the best goal for me right now? I used to write on a piece of paper, like maybe five things or 10 things. And I would say, is what I need to do on this list? You know, yes or no. If it's not on that list, then it's like, am I aware of the thing that's not on this list? You know, you start to figure out how to find it out. But if it is on the list, then you go through the items. Is it, you know, A, I should move to a new city, B, I should quit my job, C, whatever they are. So muscle testing is a great way. So here's what I encourage you to do, you know, this week. Whether you are setting goals or not, practice listening to your soul. Just practice it. Write down the information you get and then and, and ask a specific question. Okay, ask questions and just write down answers. Ask questions about how your week's going to go. Not about fortune telling, but just, you know, how's the week going to go? Look at, again, look at patterns, look at things and really pay attention to what comes up as soon as you ask the question. Because often it's the first thing and we dismiss it. Pay attention to things, write them down, and then look back. So next week, look back at what came up this week and see and compare. It's like, oh yeah, I said, you know, I was going to feel a whole bunch of yellow that day. And then it turns out I went to the daffodil fields or, you know, something something that you would never guess comes up and you begin to find out your own soul's communication that way as well. If you are getting yellow and then you think it's the daffodils or maybe it's the sun, yellow for you is different than yellow for me. So it's going to be something different for everyone. All right. And that's why I want you to practice listening to your soul because you deserve to have your soul expressed in this lifetime. You deserve to be happy and have your soul's desires met. You deserve everything that your, your heart wants, Every, all your desires. You deserve to achieve those. And the only way to achieve them is to start recognizing them and working towards them. So include your soul when you're setting your goals and see what happens. Just see what happens. And if you want to try out the safari method with me, I don't know if by the time you hear this, I don't know where I'll be. It could be 2028 for all I know when you're listening to this episode. But check out my website, RevKarenCleveland.com, because I take people on safaris. I take them to other animal-centered places for this very reason, to start that connection with nature, with our soul, to express ourselves, to find out our lives. So I would love to, to hear from you and connect with you on a trip. Bye-bye.
If you enjoyed the show, don't forget to head over to RevKarenPodcast.com. That's R-E-V-K-A-R-E-N Podcast.com. There you're going to find the tools for finding more meaning and happiness in your own life. Plus, if you have a story that you want to share with me, either on or off the air, be sure to look for that form. Make sure you follow me so you get notified when new episodes drop. And also, I'd love to connect with you in my Facebook group, Connectedness with Rev Karen. So head over to RevKarenPodcast.com. I hope to see you there.